Hey, New Mexico, welcome back to Freedom Speak. I'm your host, Becca Marie. You're listening to Conservative Talk ABQ, KDAZ 96.9 FM, 700 AM. And you can listen from anywhere at conservativetalkabq.com. Been having a great conversation today. Um, I want to ask you guys to send me your questions and comments. Send me emails. Um, I love emails. I love hearing what you think about what we're talking about. Even if you've got some suggestions for topics that you'd like for me to talk about. Or I've even had people send me emails sharing some of their research, their own research with me. And that's awesome because it really helps me with what I do. So send me your emails at becca at freedomspeaknm.com. And also check out my website, freedomspeaknm.com. And check out the previous shows, the show notes, the information I post, the freedom-friendly business list, all of that stuff. Anyway, so I was thinking about this thing where a federal judge ruled against Joe Biden and telling him he must disclose mm. the, the communications he had with big tech. Now, for those of you that have forgotten, I'm going to ref refresh your memory. I have a clip here, which I'm going to play. Um, Michelle, can you play clip eight for me? In which the White House is flagging posts. In terms of actions, Alex, that uh, we have taken or we're working to take, I should say, from the federal government, uh, we've increased uh, disinformation research and tracking uh, within the Surgeon General's office. We're flagging problematic posts for Facebook mm -hmm. uh, that spread disinformation. We're working with doctors and medical professionals to connect uh, to connected medical experts with popular with popular who are popular with their audiences with uh, with accurate information and boost trusted content. So we're helping get trusted content out there. We also created the COVID-19, the COVID Community Corps to get factual information into the hands of local messengers. And we're also investing, mm. uh, as you all have seen, in the presidents, the vice presidents, and Dr. Fauci's time in meeting with influencers who also have large reaches to a lot of these target nice. audiences. Okay, you can hold can that there. There's so much wrong with that. There is yes, so much wrong absolutely. with that. So why? Why isn't when? But Becca, huh? It's yeah. for your own good. It's for my own good. So that's right. So, so you can have the information at the tips of your fingers. That's right. And it's like Come they're determining now. what is what is real, what is information that we need to see. Exactly. So and basically, if you disagree, you get hushed. That's right. And we saw that happen. And you know, mm -hmm. we were just talking about that general welfare clause. And yep. it's like, well, apparently they're spending money to uh, to push the information using the algorithms and things like that on mm -hmm. Facebook. And I know how many, so many of my posts that I posted on Facebook got flagged, mm -hmm. probably by the White House. Oh, probably. Mm -hmm. So the question you need to ask is, who is it that's determining what is information that we need to have? And what is, you know, this supposedly... Who is, who's this, defining disinformation? Who's defining it? That's yeah. right. You know, and supposedly this disinformation governance board got shot down, but, you know, they implemented that thing uh, months ago and didn't even say a thing about it because they've been manipulating information on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what did I say in the last hour that's the most critical thing to maintaining our freedom is an informed electorate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if we, as, as an electorate, as the people that actually hold the power in this form of government are, are being limited in what we can and can't yep. find out for ourselves, if we only go to one source to research something, I mean, in law school, we 
If we had one source, that was, you failed. Like, you yeah. have to have multiple yep. Oh, sources. I know. When I went to right. college, it was the same way. It's yeah. like, when, when I was writing a paper, it's like, well, you better have uh, used sources. multiple yep. sources. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and looked at all of those and used a little bit of critical thinking. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But that's and just it, is they don't want us to think for ourselves. Right. No. They don't want us to think for ourselves. Because if we do, then we won't follow them blindly. Right. Yeah. And that's what they, they want sheep. They don't want people that actually can think for themselves and make their own decisions. Mm -hmm. They're like, no, government, please, we want to take care of you. No, I could take care of myself, mm -hmm. thank mm -hmm. you very much. Yes. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. You know, it's interesting, we had our kids watching North Korea, uh, um, some things about North Korea. And this whole thing, my daughter asked me, she goes, so do the North Koreans tell you what to think or not to think? Such a great question for what a 13 a year old. Question, yeah. And um, I said, well, look, think back about what you learned about North Korea. And we just pause there for a second. And she tells me, she goes, I think they tell you what to think so that you don't think. Mm -hmm. And I said, bingo. And that's what's happening here today. Don't you think? Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're, they're feeding us a bunch of what they want us to think. They limit research. They limit a, a, a way for us to go actually find out the truth so that we just fall hook, line, and sinker and think like them. Wear your mask. Get the jab. That's right. Yeah. And that's what's happening and today, don't, and we don't even see it. And you're inconsiderate. Jab your six-month-old baby. Yeah. Exactly. That's you're not in it for the common yes. general welfare of mm -hmm. the whole society. Mm -hmm. you know. And, and they totally uh, have ingrained people not to think for themselves, mm -hmm. and then therefore not to go and fight for yourselves, not to fight for your freedom. Mm -hmm. And we don't even see it. Well, if you, you, know, if you won't even fight for your own health, then later on, are you going to fight for your own freedom? Uh, no. Yeah. Well, and like I was saying, it's like social media. So many people nowadays are just so into social media. And I talked about this last week about the cell phones, mm -hmm. about, about your children having a smartphone. Number one, your children should not have a, cell, a, a smartphone, period. They should not. If you're really, really concerned with them being able to call you in an emergency, give them a cheap flip phone mm -hmm. with limited numbers of minutes on it. Mm -hmm. Say, okay, this phone has five minutes on it, and if you have to call me in an emergency, you can call me. But no smartphone, no. Because the problem is, and there's scientific research to prove this, if that smartphone is if within where they can see it, whether they're looking at it, whether it's turned on or anything, there is actual scientific research to prove that they are distracted by that smartphone, whether they're looking at it or not. And if you're, if you're sending them to school with a smartphone, they're not learning anything. I have so seen that in the classroom. I mean, I've so seen that in the classroom. Um, when any time, uh, even though they're supposed to put it away, it's supposed to be turned over or whatever, but if it's on the if desk, they can see it. if it vibrates, they can feel it. Yeah. Uh, they usually will have, uh, they'll hide their little earpieces, especially the girls with mm -hmm. the hair, or they wear beanies or whatever. And so they hear something and they'll, it, it's constant. They're more worried about what's going on here than they are taking part in, in what's going on in our class. Yeah. That's why for my class this year, unfortunately, my students are not going to like it, but it's going to be... Good for you. Put up. It's 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 in the front of the room, turned off right there, and you can get it when you leave. But then here's right. the That's question: it. Are we blaming the smartphone? That's what I always ask myself because we don't want to blame the gun. So are we now blaming the smartphone instead of teaching what is really the issue? And the really issue is self-control and discipline. Mm -hmm. 
Well, you know, just like me, I... It's a temptation. The cell phone is a temptation. Well, it is, but it's still a distraction. It's something you're thinking about. Mm -hmm. You can't help it. You just do it. Correct. And it's like, I'm the same way. It's like, like, I'll have somebody where they'll call me on the phone. And, like, I've got a couple TV shows I like to watch on TV. And and I'm the kind of person that when I'm watching something on TV, I I am focused on that. It's like, I am, like... Well, that's why you didn't text me back yesterday. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm watching that, and it's like the only way I can focus on the conversation on the phone, I've got to, I've got to turn the TV off. Right. I can't even see it. It's like, no, it's got to be off. Oh, you can't it's multitask? Like, no, there is no such thing. Bingo, right? We, yes. we like and to use those terms. And I talked about that the other day, too. Right. But mm-hmm. I guess my point is that, is, okay, so I, I was talking to a gal on Facebook, and she said, I need to get off Facebook because Jesus wouldn't be on Facebook. Well, I don't know. He might. Be a good way to get his word out. He, well, uh, I, I read his life, and he wasn't on Facebook. Um, so it's <laughs> so it's really it's really not about Facebook. The real core of the issue is <clears throat> self control. Mm-hmm. And yeah. well, and I see. Well, right now at this point. Like my students don't have that, so exactly. because exactly. because uh, I tried that last year. Well, we we were trying to figure out what is going on with the lower grades and everything else. And I'm like, okay, this is what I'm going to do for you guys. Like I'm, I gave them, I put it in their hands. I gave them that choice. We can either get rid of the phones because obviously you're paying attention to more of this yeah. than yes. you are. Yeah. What's going on? Or I or I will do like definite. Um, I don't accept any late work. So if it's due, it's due. And if you didn't turn it in, you got a zero and there is no going back. Um, So of course they were like, oh no, I want to be able to turn something in late. So they chose, I'm going to put my phone away. So that's what they chose. They all agreed to it. They chose yeah. it. And yet it still was a distraction because it was there. If they if they heard it in their backpack, they would then take it out. If they heard it or if it was in their back pocket and they felt it, they would take it out. It was still, they, they have you know, no you idea know, how to hey, do you know, that something self-control. interesting I heard a while, but this is some time back I heard. Have you ever heard of like a, a, a phantom ringing of a cell phone? You're so mm-hmm. used to mm-hmm. like the vibration or whatever that you'll you'll believe that it's ringing when it's actually not. Yeah. I've yeah. heard of that. But well, well you know what distracted me? What? The outside window. The car's going by. Oh, really? That didn't bother me at all. But see, for everybody, it's, it's different. But no, you're the right. The point is that we have mm-hmm. to teach them to self-control and to not be so distracted because we're always going to have distractions in this world. Mm-hmm. We really, truly are. And the root of, of anything is not having that self-control, that self-discipline. So mm-hmm. you taking away their cell phones is teaching them self-control and mm-hmm. discipline and that is our job so as when teachers you're here, as be parents here. Mm-hmm. yeah exactly and that's how you get the most out of it but what i think we need to do that in everything absolutely we need to be present where we're at absolutely and not uh-huh uh-huh and that you starts know, with, with us. our phones at, you <laughs> know at, at the movie theater we're going through the previews and i'm Allison's texting me. Allison, do you know my, my candidates are texting me? I, you know, but it's hard for us too to do that, and it's, mm-hmm. so it's just a human nature mm-hmm. uh, it, for all of us. And and and, but it's self control that we all we were talking about that on the way up here, weren't yep. we? Yep. To just kind of balance the life of too much campaigning or too much fa- uh, uh, too much other things and not concentrating on the family part. And it's I'm, just a I'm balance. I'm learning that. There's there's yeah, sometimes you where, are, right? where uh, my husband is out of town a lot. Yeah, mine too. And so I get him in spurts yeah so when he's home i have to stop everything else like no he gets me yeah he he is my favorite person in the entire world he gets Mm -hmm. my undivided attention um and and i don't have to feel guilty about to learn how to manage about all the 50 million people sitting there texting me expecting me to make phone calls do this do that i was like no this man 
And is, the, on the campaign trail, it's it's difficult. Um, and Allison just jumped in recently, and she's she's going to know what that means. Well, you probably already do, right? <laughs> Fundraising and talking to people, and and I can only imagine with her and Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be crazy. But mm -hmm. it's a self-control. The self-discipline is, is really the root, right? We want to go to the root of issues. Yeah. It's yeah. not the gun. The <laughs> root the is gun. a selfishness, right. right? And so it's with, with everything. And I think if we have that mind, that right mindset, I think we're, we're better able not to vilify the things. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, Thanks. there's a lot of objects that can be distracting to you. Absolutely. Like, like me, I love to go to the range and, and, and get well-regulated yeah. on my gun. So, like, if I'm sitting here and I'm talking to you guys and I'm trying to focus, I don't want to have my gun sitting on the table Correct. because I might be thinking, well, I want to go to the range yeah. after this. For some people, oh, yeah. for some people they, may, they shouldn't have the Vogue magazine out because they got right. addiction to shopping. <laughs> or food. Mm -hmm. We better not have food here because, you oh, know, I love to eat. I do, too. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? So, so the core Now you got me thinking about what I'm going to do I know, after I know. <laughs> Hmm. Well, I know I took ribeye steaks out for dinner, so I'm just going to eat that today. <laughs> so, wow. The what point, were we talking about? Uh, well, you know, I was thinking about that. It's like, you know, I was talking about how this federal judge basically told Biden, well, we get, we mm -hmm. got to see these communications. Thank goodness. Yeah. It's like because... You know, you listen to that uh, that recording in which Jen Psaki was out there talking about how the White House was flagging yes. flagging things for Facebook. It's yeah. apparently it's like, wow, the federal government is running Facebook. Right. It's like, wow, they're controlling what content gets out. It's like, wow, is that an overstep of federal government or what? Yes. Yeah. And it's I don't like, think that has anything to do with the general welfare. I, I don't think it Correct. does either. <laughs> Correct. No, no, it has a lot. Yeah, it has to do with their agendas. What mm -hmm. it has to do with. Absolutely. You know, but we don't know. Uh, the foundations of the Constitution and the reasons for the Constitution and the reasons for laws. And so we just, some of us, majority of us, just go along with it. But you know, I think it's extremely encouraging, and I bet you, I just bet you anything that this federal judge is a Trump-appointed judge. Mm -hmm. I, just, I just bet it is. Because he did appoint a lot Several of a lot. federal judges. A right? lot. Mm -hmm. What, like, a, was it like 180? I, I'm thinking or so, yeah. Like 180 judges he appointed? It's like, wow. And it's like, Obama, for some reason, just left those vacant. It's like, wow. It's like, thanks. Thank you very yeah. much. That's one thing I can thank Obama for. <laughs> there you go. Yes, absolutely. But I hope, I, I mean, are, are do they have those communications or is it going to be like Hillary's emails that are just poof, disappear? <sighs> yeah, I wouldn't doubt it a bit. <laughs> so yeah. that's my thing is like, because they're not going to incriminate themselves. And no, so they're it, not. It, they're going to poof. I, I don't know where they're at. Well, like I oh, talked the about phone my was open. Deleted. They're not going to want to prosecute themselves. Mm -hmm. Right. No. Mm -hmm. You know, what they did, that, and I can't believe that they actually came out, Jen Psaki came out and actually admitted what they were doing. It's like, that's how blatant these people right. are. It's like, they don't care about the law anymore. And it's like, it's like they'll just come right out because they figure, well, we got it. We, you know, we've got these people right where we want them. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're... Look at all them in masks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look at those idiots. It's like, look oh my God, they totally fall into this. Yeah. When there's yeah. the only one in the vehicle. Yeah. They're laughing at you. Now, now we, well, let's, just, let's just say that we know that some people had to wear masks for their jobs. We're not yes. talking mm -hmm. about those people because, you know, we all understand that everybody had a decision to make. Mm -hmm. And feeding your family is high up there. And if you had to wear a mask to go for your jobs, we are not 
looking at you. You and I had this conversation. We've already had last this conversation. Time, yeah, yeah, you know. You so, know. so we just need to make sure that mm -hmm. that we understand there is a balance. And and my husband um, had to wear a mask a few times for work because he had to. He's the only one to bring. So, we're not here to to disparage you or teacher, anything. We had if to. you right, mm -hmm. yeah. right, and we, people just need to understand that because the left likes to just go of all course, the way you crazy. You know the argument I'm going to give you on that. I you? absolutely you do. Know, you know where I'm going to go with I that. I know. Okay. So, but let me let so me just say. Yes. I am not going to a lab to get lab work because of a mask. Did you right, know that? Right, I know. Well, I told you, you, get there, you can call other, other called labs them. around town. They've all are seceding. Are they're all drinking the Kool-Aid, Yes, huh? now they're all drinking the Kool-Aid. Oh, so what were you going to say about the thing? Okay, so what I was going to say, it's like, I, I, I've mentioned this before, and I'm going to mention it again. So anyway, so... It's like, oh, well, um, I'm going to lose my job if I don't wear a mask. It's like, okay, so you're willing to give in to that, okay? What will be next in which mm -hmm. you have to do it in order to keep your job? Oh, well, a lot of people gave in. Oh, you have to have an experimental uh, substance injected into your body. Okay, well, I'm willing to, do, I'm willing to be a, a, a lab rat. Okay, you can do that to me. What about next thing? You're a religious person. Mm -hmm. We pro I think we all mm -hmm. are, aren't we? Yeah. So, what what about you know you you I, you wonder about the mark of the beast? It's like why would people do that? It's like well, I think we're seeing why people would do that. It's yep. like you'll take this mark, yeah, but or I think you will not buy or sell, or you will not have a job. It's mm -hmm. like but how I think many people will give in? Everybody's line in the sand is different. Where is that line? Mm -hmm. Is there and, a line? And guess what? For everybody, it has to be different. As Christians, mm -hmm. we have to understand that not everybody's called to the fight. Mm -hmm. uh, pastor Smotherman was called to the fight. Mm -hmm. Other pastors weren't. Yeah. And we, we just need to understand that uh, some people aren't called right now in this moment with the masks, with the vaccination, with the experimental shot. Mm -hmm. But they may be later on because maybe their eyes will be opened. Right? So, so I, I think, and that's what allows me not to get angry at people who are still wearing masks today. Mm -hmm. Right? They're not called yet to do that. Mm-hmm. And we have to allow them that. My husband is the only one in the, right? And at that time that they were doing all this, mm -hmm. no other jobs were hiring if you didn't do that. So then you're, you're put in that, that, that position and you, I understand everybody has their own God-led ways to go and we just have to honor that and respect that, really. Mm -hmm. Yes, and each step, you know, each decision each day is weighed based on, you know, the pros and cons of, where you are in your life at that moment. Um, and, and they are different for everybody. Yes. I think that's right. And I don't think we're doing ourselves any favors if we, you know, say all, right. all mask wearers are sheep or whatever because that's the same as, you know, super far left people saying all conservatives are... Anti-vaxxer, <laughs> racist. Right, right. Yeah. Well, I am anti-vax now. I didn't yeah. used to be, but I am now. See, for well, me, I okay, so that's perfect. I was yeah. anti-vax 25 years ago. Yeah. So with my standard and not allowing you grace, I could have just been all over your throat. <laughs> What's wrong with you, Rebecca? <laughs> here you are taking this shot. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. See, here was the argument I made on that, okay, is by... by by some people giving in to, to, to in, my, in my belief, giving in to the incremental steps towards what the ultimate goal is, 
you are advancing to the next step. You are helping advance to the next step. I know, but what is somebody... By fueling the fear and normalizing something that is completely ridiculous. And then you're allowing them to come up with the next thing and the next thing and next thing. It's like... And so that was my... My thought at the very beginning, yes, no, I'm yes. going to die on this hill right here right. because I don't want it to go any further because I know it will. And, because that's, you and were, that's the beauty of individual yeah, liberty, yeah, right? That you yeah, get to make that yes, decision. Exactly. This is the hill I'm going to die on. Yep. I, I don't want to die on that hill. I'm, yep. I got another hill over here I'm willing to die on. Yeah. So that's the beauty of America. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. in, in, in its truest form is, and, and that's the thing I think we can all agree on, even most Democrats or you know people on the other side however you want to call them, I think most people in America do believe that it's important that our individual liberties are protected mm -hmm. and that you should have the right to choose what hill you're going to mm -hmm. die on just like I should, you know? Mm -hmm. I think that's the beauty of And when we have this end all, or what I, because I didn't wear a mask and, and I, I, my kids haven't been vaccinated. None of my last four have been vaccinated. But when we are so staunch in what we are led to do, we push people away. Yeah. No, yeah. you're right. I, I, I think that's really what you're happens. Right. And as Christians, um, it doesn't say in the Bible, do not get a vaccination. I, now, now, so if it doesn't say by it the in way, the Bible. By the way, I'm kind of jealous that you woke up to the vaccination thing before I did. Right. And you're lucky you didn't know me or I would have uh, pounded I, I you would, with it. I would have died on that hill years ago. <laughs> Uh, right. So I, I think that that just helps us understand. And, and I think our job when we understand that, that everybody's led differently. Pastors are led differently. Christians are led differently. Because I could have a Christian friend who absolutely may have been told by the Lord to wear a mask because she has under health. She underlying has underlying health conditions. Mm -hmm. Who am I right. to, to say, you know what? Mm -hmm. Now, if I know your intention of just wearing a mask because you don't know anything about nothing and you just follow it, then that's maybe where we have a problem. But we don't know everybody's intentions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's the hard part. The Lord looks at the intention of our heart. And it's not our place to judge. Mm -hmm. Well, it is our place to judge because he does say, judge righteously. Mm-hmm. Judge righteously. Seven Matthew seven twenty four. Judge with the righteous judgment. But we and are I can, not to stand in judgment. Well, we're not to use our judgment to judge you. Mm -hmm. I'm about to pull up my Bible app. Well, as, that's well, always been a confusing. Well, thing. As, a, as, as a biblical counselor, I have to make an assessment on what you're doing wrong in order to help you get on the right path. As parents, we have to make a judgment. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Uh, with your children. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? And if you love your friend, or your husband, your spouse, you have to make a judgment on their behavior in order to help them in a righteous manner. Right? So in Matthew 7, 1, he says, uh, judge not that you not be judged with the same manner. So sometimes a lot of us judge I'm going to judge you. You're wearing a mask. You're an idiot. Well, how do I know that? That's what he's talking about. We have to judge righteously. If he says in the Bible, do not get a vaccination, then now I have a righteous judgment. You're not supposed to get the vaccination. Does that make sense? No? In the Bible, it says, do not kill. Do not murder. Do not murder. Shall, now, thou shalt not murder. That shall, so I know yeah. I'm going to make a righteous judgment if you murder somebody. Ten Commandments. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a righteous judgment. Mm -hmm. When he says, do not worry, we all heard that verse, do not worry, have mm -hmm. the peace that surpasses all understandings, mm -hmm. think on things that are good, that are pure, that are lovely, that are worthwhile. If you're not doing that and you're thinking, 
about, oh my gosh, how can I do this? How am I going to do that? This kid's an idiot. I can sit here and with the righteous judgment say, you know what? You're not being obedient to what the Lord says. Well, you know, that's a righteous and there's judgment. a good reason for that too. I was having yes. a conversation with a good friend of mine the other day because uh, she's dealing with a lot of problems and things like that, and she's just constantly stressed out and worried all the time. And I told her, is I she said, a believer? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I and I told her, I said, you know. Worry does not gain you anything, mm -mm. okay? Right. There's a reason why that it talks about not okay, stop. worrying. Okay? You made a judgment on her. <laughs> what did I just say? You just, you just made the judgment that she's not supposed to be worrying. Oh, my gosh. You okay. understand? Yeah, yeah, I understand. So, so, so you, were, okay. you were judging her righteously to help her. Right, mm -hmm. yes. So what I said was that worrying does not gain you anything. Right. Okay, I said that because what happens is, okay, what gets better by you worrying? Okay. Nothing. Can Nothing. you think of anything that gets better? Okay, number one, it makes you, makes you physically ill. Mm -hmm. Possibly. Okay, and then the other thing is, is your mind is busy with, so busy with the worrying, you're not uh, focusing on, on solving the problem. Mm -hmm. You know, so worrying is not productive. And it's and it's not logical if you really think about have it. And I know it's hard. To, it's hard not to worry sometimes. Right. It's we all really have hard. feelings of worry, but you made a judgment. Yeah. Based on what? I made a judgment based on what? Did you make that up? Did I make what up? Don't worry. Did I make it up? No. Where did you get it from? I actually uh, got that from a sermon that I heard from Pastor Skip Skip Heitzig. So that was a biblical. Righteous yeah. judgment. Yeah, it was a lesson he was doing for the day. And right. it's like, wow, that's I never thought about that before, but that's really, really good stuff. Well, that's that's what it says in the Bible. Yeah. So right. So you made a judgment of your knowledge of the Bible to mm -hmm. help your friend. Correct. You made a yeah. judgment. Yeah. When yeah. your when your child steals, you make a judgment in order to help them live a more righteous life. Mm -hmm. But sometimes we make judgments on our own opinions. Yeah. That's where the Bible says you're not to judge. Because you have to judge with a righteous judgment, his judgment. And if you don't know his word, you're over mm -hmm. there judging with your own stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. All of this stuff is good stuff to live by. It's like these, these things, the, the Bible is pretty much an answer to everything. It is oh, the answer uh, to everything. It is the answer. It, 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 yes. It's the answer to everything. You can, you can find the answer to any problem in there. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Anything you're dealing with, you can find an answer to the problem. You know, the thing that I, I found interesting is like I will attend church in one form or another every week. And it's like often something that might be on my mind, a problem I'm dealing with or whatever, it's so it's so strange that often I will end the message that I'm listening to. It's like, oh wow, okay, that's the answer to that problem. Mm -hmm. Isn't God good? It is. Yeah, <laughs> because God is He good, does. Sure. I mean, yeah. He does meet us where they're at, and He puts mm -hmm. you, like you said, in one form or the other. He puts you in that place because He knows what you're thinking about, mm -hmm. and He knows what's going on, and He's giving you those solutions. Yeah. And and uh, and and that's a that's that's a God that loves us so much that He cares about your your thoughts. Mm -hmm. You know, and and that's the amazing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So circling it back. So basically, I'm hoping that Biden gets held accountable. For, for this unconstitutional behavior. It's, and know, what does that look like? What, what, what? Held accountable. Held accountable? I don't know. In this corrupt government yeah. we have, will he be held accountable? I, I don't doubt know. it. It's like, if these judges do their job, maybe he will be, I don't know. But I, Hunter, is he gonna skate? Probably. And, and, mm -hmm. and we know that Hunter and the big guy 
are we're, we're colluding the whole time yeah. and oh, we yeah. know what's going on with the with the open borders and and sending all of these weapons to Ukraine and all of these other deals that we look at them and it's like this doesn't make any logical sense yeah. we know exactly what's going on we know that he's been colluding with these people and he's been getting millions of dollars and from why them. don't you think that the legislature does anything do you think that maybe us not having term limits is part of the problem? Oh, oh I think so. Gosh, we so need to have those. Do you know? Yeah. I mean, if you went in there for a, a sp specific amount of time and you know you only had eight years or whatever. X amount of time to do You something. think you would press the button to get this guy, Biden, held accountable? Maybe you would have more um, resolve to do things instead of just thinking about your own. Oh, I got I, I to gotta come back next, next 10 years, I, mm -hmm. right? And I think that's what happens when people get into politics. You know, it? I have a neat little story that my friend Robert wrote the other day, and he sent it to me. It's like, it's, it's like a parody, and it's about how these politicians are doing things to benefit themselves personally. Mm -hmm. and how they're enriching themselves. You know, like Nancy Pelosi having $100 million oh, yeah. uh, of worth. It's like, how when do you, you do that being a politician? you see where they started and where they're all ending, yes. yeah. it's eye And then this recent I think insider I might trading. work on that little story and I might just tell yeah. it next week. I think well, see, I might and what's funny that. is my, my opponent for uh, mm -hmm. state representative down in District 7 is a 23-year-old 23 city councilman. All right, 23? So 23. Um, he ran, wow. he's, he's, his whole aspiration in life and he'll say this and he'll tell people, um, is to be a career politician. That's his goal. And this is who you're running against? Yes. So is he an incumbent? No, he is a, he's a city councilman right oh, now. Okay, okay, he, I'm ran sorry. For, he ran for mayor and, um, and did not win, but he's still a city councilman. So, so the question I have is why does he want to be a career politician? Did you ask Power. him? I have not. Did you yeah, ask? I would I have, like to know. I, have not I would like to know what his reason why. I'd ask him, why do you want to do that? Tell mm -hmm. me what, why. That why you why you like that See, idea? See, so my thing is like, because even my husband will joke, well, after you do this, you're gonna go here, you know, here. It's like, uh-uh, no, I, I have a certain extent of time, and then I, if I can't get it done in that amount of time, then I have no business there. Like, I'm I, I'm called because I know I, I mm -hmm. truly believe in my in my soul that I was called for such a time as this. That yep. God says I need you here for mm -hmm. this valley, and um and and when when that's done, I'm done. Like, I, I don't need to be there forever yeah. because I have so many other things that he's called me to do and touch other people and, and, uh, and help other people that it doesn't need to be here. So to aspire to be a career politician, oh, no way. Does he <laughs> say that publicly? Yeah. That is really weird. He, well, he's told, yeah, he's told uh, some people that were working on, um, on a, um, a play with him that uh, they said, yeah, he just explained to me that that's what he wants to do. So hmm. we are at the last break. We literally have 30 minutes left. It's like, this is flown. And it's, I've only scratched the surface. I know, right? Well, that always happens. So much that fun. always happens. Right? Like, yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, it's great. So uh, we'll be back. And I think after that, what I want to do is I want to circle back on something that was in my first hour. And I want to talk just briefly about uh, Biden's attempt to do a, another power grab by the climate emergency. Hmm. And then I want to talk about... Um, I want to talk about rules for thee, but not for me. I, I really want to circle back to that and how these Democrats just go crazy when they don't get their way. Mm -hmm. And I think that'll finish the show. Anyway, so we'll be right back.
Interested in getting your concealed carry permit? Perkins Protection Training offers state-approved concealed carry classes for both New Mexico and Utah, taught by a certified NRA instructor, local woman-owned and ran by husband and wife team since 2004. Individual coaching, ensuring every student learns according to their individual needs, complete with pre-class and follow-up tutoring. One-on-one, -on -one, beginner, and advanced classes also available. Mention KDAZ for 10% off class. Call 505-238-1214. That's 505-238-1214 or on the web at Perkins Protection training.com longing to be free of pain free of pain meds to move freely and easily again call dr lynn today 505-200-0271 riverlightcommunitypt.com 505-200-0271 than the sun Yeah, the bonnie boat was one as we sail into the mystic oh, I can now hear the singers cry Smell the sea and feel the sky Let your soul and spirit fly into the hey everybody, welcome back. I'm your host, Becca Marie, and you're listening to Freedom Speak on Conservative Talk ABQ KDAZ 96.9 FM, 700 AM, and you can listen from anywhere at conservativetalkabq.com. I want to take a moment to thank my sponsors, Perkins Protection Training, the best guy to go to in town to get your concealed carry permit training. Remember how I was talking about getting well-regulated? Well, mm -hmm. Dale will get you well-regulated. <laughs> go there and get regulated. <laughs> 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 and uh, my friend uh, Lynn at uh, River Light, Ther River Light uh, Community Therapy. Hmm. And she'll make your pains go away. Yes, um, and I want to also take a moment. Uh, Tanya, I want you to plug what you're doing, what you're running for real quick. Okay, Tanya Miraval Moya. I'm running for uh, New Mexico State Representative District 7, which is in Valencia County. Cool, okay, and Allison? I am running for District Court Judge in the 13th District, which is Sandoval, Valencia, and Cibola Counties. Cool. So, can I, I just uh, say, can I just say something? You probably can. Thank you guys for stepping up. Yes. You know what? We just, a lot of us just complain and complain, and our audience probably complains and complains, and uh, it really takes special people to just rise up from the complaining and do something. So I really, thank you guys so much, and for all the volunteers who help these guys get elected, because it's yeah. not easy. No. I'm going to tell you, mm -mm. Allison, I know you kind of just started. It's a lot of work, and, mm -hmm. and people come out of the woodwork to bring you down, and I just thank you guys so much. 
thank for you. doing that. And you know, I thank you too for coming on today and putting yourselves out there yes. so that people can get to know who you are. And and that's my goal, bringing people on. I've had a lot of uh, candidates come on the show with me, and and I tell them, no, this isn't going to be your typical typical boring interview. Right. I'm going to bring you on, and I'm just going to bring you into the conversation, and people are just going to get to know you and, and what you think about things. And I love that. Yeah. I have to tell you, I yeah. was really nervous coming into this, but as soon as I got in here, it was like, okay, no, this is a good environment. Yeah. <laughs> yes, like, yes. It's just, it's just talking. It it's is. It's just talking. Yes. And, it is. And we all know I love to talk, so. <laughs> my, 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 my students will tell you that, too, yeah. and, yeah. and most of my family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ditto. I, I think they're lucky to have you as a teacher. <laughs> so, they really are. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, I wanted to uh, mention, you know, Biden, is, we talked about all these executive orders he's been doing, and, you know, what he... What he's trying to do now, he's trying to do a climate emergency declaration, okay? This should just scare the crap out of all of oh you people. Oh my God, yes it does. Okay? I mean, they're, they're, they're looking for the next boogeyman. They're looking for the next way that they can scare the hell out of you and get you complacent and get you compliant and get you doing whatever they want you to do. And it's all about the next thing to scare you about. Mm -hmm. if, it's not, if it's not the next strain of, of the Rona or if it's not the monkeypox or now it's polio, they're, put, they're, they're dragging yeah. that, they're dusting that one off the mm -hmm. shelf and bringing that one out again. It's like they're looking for everything they can think of to scare you, to keep you mm -hmm. scared. And to keep you... Because you can't think rationally when you're And to keep you afraid. worried. Yep. You know, we yeah. talked about that. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're worried and you're scared and you're stressed out, you can't think straight. You can't mm -hmm. critically think. Right. And, and that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to do one crisis after the other. And I, and I wouldn't be a bit surprised if they try to do something to uh, mess up the next election like they did in 2020. Oh, yeah. you know, and then they institute all, all of these unconstitutional, illegal things like drop boxes yep. and mail-in ballots. None mm. of this stuff went through the legislature and no. got approved. No. And if you make up a crisis, then you can get people's eyes off the real crisis, mm -hmm. the border. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. While people are streaming across yep. the border by mm -hmm. the thousands, mm -hmm. invading our country and getting away with it. And then, you know, the underlying issue beneath all of that, in which uh, I'm sure that probably little girls are getting so, uh, sold into yep. slavery. Oh, yeah. They oh, yes. They're, they're getting raped on their way to the border. And the Biden administration doesn't care about any of this. Nope. They don't care. And I really do think that the, the, the Biden crime fam family is totally on the take. Oh, yeah. They're getting, they're getting millions of dollars from various different, they're probably the cartel directly or at least indirectly. Well, somebody some in power who doesn't do anything about that, then maybe they are in, in cahoots with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But isn't it amazing that uh, in New York, didn't they try to get uh, 800,000 non-citizens to vote in local elections? And that was struck down. Mm -hmm. Did you, you, you heard about that, right? Mm -hmm. Because New York passed a law yeah. that, that, they, that they could vote. And so here it's starting to crumble little, it is starting to crumble, mm -hmm. slowly. Yeah, well, and you know, a lot of this, I think, is because of all of those judges that uh, Trump Absolutely. appointed. I think it's, it's that, he left that behind for us, and I think it's having a positive effect. It's, it's striking down and you know what's interesting? illegal, unconstitutional activity. One person. It takes one mm -hmm. person, one judge, one decision to give other people the courage to do the same. Mm-hmm. Because we, exactly. we, we, for some of us, we don't want to be the first, right? Mm -hmm. So it just takes that one person to open the floodgates, mm -hmm. right? And if you look all through the Bible, the Old Testament, you know God used one person, mm -hmm. Esther, 
mm -hmm. to open mm -hmm. up, up the, uh, the floodgates for other people to follow. Yeah. Because the majority of the people do not want to be civil disobedient. Mm -hmm. Took Rosa Parks. One person. I've done a lot of civil disobedience, and I can tell you that yes. uh, early on, it's yes. actually gotten easier. It's actually gotten really easy to me now. Uh, but early on, it's like uh, it was scary. And Absolutely. It's like, but then I got to thinking, it's like you know, like that that clerk at Costco or whoever. It's like, who is this person to me? They don't have any power over me. Right. And it's like a lot of people don't think about this. It's like they're so used to to uh, following what's what they're told to do by authority figures. It's like. Since when does a clerk at Costco have any authority over me? You know, it's like, mm -hmm. what? Yeah. And, and like, it was hard in the beginning because I think we, we were in the beginning. I would not wear a mask at all. And then I had the run in with the pharmacist who wouldn't give me my son's seizure medications because I wasn't wearing a mask. Oh and um, you this know, this activity that we would have just yeah. thought, no, there's no way this could ever happen. Yeah, and I yelled mm -hmm. at her and then I and, and, and I went on Facebook and it just takes one person to help other people to have the courage to do the same thing. And the more that we have the same courage to fight against a wrong, we, the people, can fight it. One person here and there, you know? Well, here's the thing I can tell you is that, that I have learned is that once you take that first scary step, yep. Mm -hmm. It's much easier after that. It's like you got to you got to get, get out. You got to get out of your comfort zone and you got to and you got to do what's right. And it's like you'll find that once you do that, you're you're changed. Yeah. You are mm -hmm. a changed person. I am a completely changed person from what I what I yeah. was 2 years ago. I I the the level of bravery that I've I've passed into over the past couple of years and the things that I'm doing I I yeah, it's like I'm totally different. Absolutely, me too. I'm, actually, I'm more self-controlled because yeah. before I would just rawr, and whatever was on my mind, just throw it out there, mm -hmm. yeah. right? And and we're not supposed to do that in a godly manner. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to speak the truth in love, and so that's how I've grown as well. Is just you know God told me not to wear a mask. He, yeah, he did. He gave me that. Oh, conviction. I got a sickening, I got a sickening feeling in my oh. in the pit of my stomach when oh, when somebody gosh. tried to make me do that. It's like no, you know, it's like you know. You understand this. Yes. I'm sure you all understand this. Is when God is talking to you, yep. it's like mm -hmm. you get this feeling in the pit of your stomach. It, I guess some people call it a gut feeling or mm -hmm. whatever. And it's like, no, you know when you're doing something you're not supposed to well, do. Correct it's like, your no, conscience. I, I'm called to not do this. Yeah. And so therefore, I just I, I followed through and I and I never have complied. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not going to say in the Bible to do a lot of these things that we're dealing with right now. Facebook, yeah. cell phone, uh, vaccine. It doesn't say anything that in the Bible. So that really has to be led by the Lord individually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Individually. Yeah. And people will say, well, why don't you know? How do you know that you're not supposed to wear a mask? Because God told me. And then they would laugh at me. But oh, yeah. that's because they didn't understand the connection and the being spiritually yeah. led. Yeah. And I always tell Christians, you should be spiritually led in everything that you do. Mm -hmm. yeah. Even sitting here right now talking to you, it should be the Holy, the Holy Spirit that leads us in what to say, how yeah. to say it, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. no, well, we're supposed to be living by the preceding word of God, present tense, mm -hmm. not, not what, what he meant or what he was focusing on, uh, you know, 50 years ago, because that was a different time. Now, if you don't know him, then you don't know what he's saying today. Right. Mm -hmm. And I mean, his word is the same yesterday, today, and forever, but it's, it's still... the application that's what is hard. It, what, is it, what is he saying for you today? Right now, mm -hmm. as we're sitting here. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I want to talk about this situation. You guys probably heard about this with uh, Nancy Pelosi's husband mm. buying all these stocks. Okay, after she was uh, 
before, actually, right before she was voting on a bill that was going to benefit the companies that the stocks belong to. Mm -hmm. So, who who really believes out there that her that her and her husband don't talk about these things? D does anybody really believe that? And do you think it's a coincidence that he just happened to buy exactly the right stocks to make millions of dollars? At the right time. Yeah, at the right time. That's why she has the money she has. Of course. That's why they all have the money they have. Mm -hmm. yeah. They all do. They all do. She should have abstained from that vote. Mm -hmm. She should have. It was a clear conflict of interest. Yeah, conflict of interest. Sorry, I can't do that. But no, it, yep. was, it was part of the plan, and we know that. And that's how she, somebody asked her the other day, it's like, well, how, how she ended up with $100 million, and, and she responded, well, my personal finances are my own business. Yeah, but yet they want to re uh, Trump to show his tax returns and everything, but yet mm -hmm. they won't exactly. do that. You yeah. know what I mean? Talk about hypocritical right yeah. there. Let me see how you made that $100 yeah. million. Dollars. Mm -hmm. I'm really curious to exactly. know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but you're running for president, not me. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> so... Yeah. So no, I, I, I don't believe, they, they knew what they were doing. And see, this is part of why people are in power for so long. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm always sitting here thinking, how old is Nancy Pelosi? 88, 82? I don't know, 100, I don't know. What? She's had so many facelifts, it's hard to tell. Why do you need all that much money? Yeah. Really think about it. She is on her way out the door, and we're all on our way out the door. Mm -hmm. Really, we could be on our and way out the door moment. by yeah. the time we get home. Mm -hmm. yeah. But why? I know. Greed. It's for the love of money. Isn't that mm -hmm. what the Lord says? The love of money. Yeah. And so you just destroy your whole walk. Well, she's probably, never mind. But, <laughs> you know, the thing is, though, and I, you know, you, you wonder how these politicians, when they come in, like, like Obama. I mean, look at him. He's like got how many mansions now that he owns? Mm -hmm. And the guy didn't have really very much money when he got elected nope. president, but now he's a multimillionaire. Mm -hmm. And it's like... For eight years in president, now he's a multimillionaire. And he's got like multiple multi-million dollar houses uh, across the country. And it's like, why does not everybody question this like I do? It's, mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, how does that add up? How do you do that? I mean, I've been working my butt off my entire life. And I'll be turning 60 this year. And because you're not financed by free tax, taxpayer dollars. That's why. Yeah. That's right. what it is. I've worked my butt off. And I'm not, I don't even got $1 million. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I do okay, and I have the things I need, but that's about it. You mm -hmm. know, I'm happy, though. I don't need any more. Right. You know, but this insider trading, what, what is it? A lot of people may not know what insider trading is. So I'm going to give you an example of, remember Martha Stewart? I was mm -hmm. going to say, Martha Stewart, didn't she go to jail for that? She yes. went to jail for it. <laughs> she went to jail for doing the exact same thing that mm -hmm. Nancy Pelosi just did. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I, 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 I looked up that case, and it's like, well, what? What exactly landed her in jail? So, I'm going to read this to you. Around two, the end of 2001, a doctor who helped found the pharmaceutical company I Am Clone, well, that's, I'm going to have to look that company up, that's an interesting mm -hmm. name, received some bad news. He learned that the FDA was not going to approve the company's experimental drug, and it's called Er. Herbitux, mm -hmm. to be used on behalf of specific patients' cancers. And although the doctor had to know that what he was doing was wrongful and a breach of his fiduciary duties involving I Am Clone, he still told his family members and friends about the FDA ruling. Okay, that's inside information. So okay? they sold their stock. 
Before it became public knowledge, Martha Stewart's stockbroker provided, and see the thing is, this is really questionable about whether Martha Stewart actually should have went to jail because she was informed through secondhand information from her stockbroker. Mm -hmm. Now you would think that you'd stuck your, you would trust the information your stockbroker gives you. So her stockbroker provided her with this information in response to the news she sold more than $200,000 worth of I Am Clone stock shares, saving herself $45,000 in the process. Within 18 months of selling that stock, based upon the illegal tip, Martha Stewart was indicted by the federal government. She then had to serve a five-month prison sentence in West Virginia that ended in March of 2005. Mm -hmm. Now, this is identical to what Nancy Pelosi just did. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But she directly Except knew about it. She directly knew it about which is actually worse broker. than what it Martha Stewart did. It wasn't did. someone else doing it for you or advising right. you or because you're supposed to trust them. They're the experts. Right. right? Martha Stewart no, found is, out through secondhand information through a stockbroker, which mm -hmm. found it out from somebody else. Martha, uh, uh, potentially, Nancy Pelosi's husband found it out directly from her. Mm -hmm. And I just don't believe in the coincidence. I really don't. I don't at all. I don't. What were you going to say, Allison? Um... I didn't realize it was such a small amount of money in that Martha Stewart case. Mm. Yeah. I mean, $200,000 for her is not that much. She saved 45 grand. Right. Okay, not it's 45 grand is a lot to me. To me. Yeah. So to I'm me. just saying, lot, I'm just yeah. saying in the in the Context. Martha Stewart world, I mean, in in people that are really doing a lot of trading on the stock market like that's not life that's not worth going to jail for. Yeah. So I I just it's interesting. Well, the amount of money with this Pelosi stock was over a million. Extremely more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot. And this is what we want our, our courts to be is just fair, right? Yeah. Because that is your job, Allison, when you get there, is just to be fair and apply the law equally. Mm -hmm. Yes, right? Is that the right? Am I yes. getting that right? Yeah. And so we, we see all this stuff that's happening that, that justice isn't being distributed fairly and it pisses off, pisses us off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those of us that are out there working our butts off on a daily basis, like me yesterday on, on the job I do, I spent a lot of the day on top of a hot roof uh, of a high school working on some stuff up there. Mm. And it was like well over 100 degrees. Mm -hmm. And it's like... And oh my that, gosh. <laughs> It's like I was exhausted by the end yeah. of the day. It's like but this the is ladder the going up to the roof was so hot, I literally had to wear yeah. gloves in order to climb the ladder. But this oh, yeah. is why people get so disconnected and yeah. so dis, uh, discouraged because there's no accountability for these higher-up elites. No. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. they've made the rules for themselves. Rules for thee, not for me. And mm -hmm. and don't exactly. prosecute me or so I can give you some uh, something down the road. You know, it's all... Play, what do they call that? Play for game or play? Pay oh, to play. Pay, pay to for play. play. What is it called? Pay to play. Pay to pay play. Pay to play. Yeah. Pay yeah. to play. And this is what I think gets American people just really discouraged, um, this kind of junk, even with the, uh, uh, the God, what's that gal's name? Griswold? Graswold? Or Epstein case? Oh, oh. Ghislaine. Yeah. Gis okay, her. Maxwell. She, she got sentenced, but the real perpetrators... Yeah. Oh, no, I don't want to say the world because they're all perpetrators. Well, but even the... the basically the Johns yeah. that were responsible for abusing the little right. girls. None of them will ever be a hell accountable. Oh, no. Now, what happened to the little black book that Ghislaine had? It yeah. had all these names in it. Right. What happened? Now, we know, I mean, we've heard uh, that some of these names are, ups are really high up politicians, mm -hmm. possibly Bill Clinton. 
Yeah. Who knows Hillary? <laughs> She's kind of weird. Who yeah. knows? She probably was involved herself. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, Governor Richardson. Yeah. Oh, but but he's you know he's so high and mighty. He's over there. Where is he at in Russia? And then, trying to get that basketball. So you know. Yeah, and we then, we have to overlook that because he's doing so much good. Doesn't like our, our correct uh, our, our America. Yeah, he's over there helping yeah. to get her out of there. Mm -hmm. You know, he's he's so worthy and so wonderful that we right. can never. And we wonder why we're in the mess. Nobody wants to hold people accountable. Well, the problem is, you know, the thing you always hear about is follow the money. It's like there's there so much go. money involved mm -hmm. that. And it's like, what did they do to Ghislaine Maxwell to, to hush her up to not share that little black book? Yeah. What, what did they do? Did they say, well, we'll kill you? You saw what happened to uh, Epstein. Mm -hmm. You want that to happen to you too? Because we can, we can put you in your, in your jail cell and maybe you'll hang yourself too. Yeah. I, I, I really do think that that's what the deal is. Absolutely. Really and and therefore a minute... I, I actually, well, not for a minute, but I still think that what happened on January 6th when Pence um, um, certified mm -hmm. the Electoral College, I, I, I believe somebody had gotten to him to do that. I wouldn't doubt it. I believe that. I, I really wouldn't. I agree. Because he could have demanded that... Yep, and uh, even in the Constitution, it says if there is any uh, legalities going on in the states uh, mm -hmm. uh, with the, with the uh, certifying the election... He is not supposed to certify the election results as a whole. Right. And we know for a fact that there were uh, uh, trials going on or in the, in the, there were issues. And he didn't do his job. And so I try to give him the benefit of the doubt. And I'm, I'm like, you know what, guys? I bet you he was threatened. Threatened or paid off? One of the Threatened. Things. Well, I'm going to say threatened because I would hate to think that he did that and got a payoff. So he, I try to give him the benefit he, of the doubt. He seems like the kind of guy that wouldn't take a payoff, but uh, threatening him or his family. I think. I mean, mm -hmm. we've heard of the things that have happened to, like, enemies of the Clintons. You know, yeah. they, they have these self-inflicted gunshot wounds to the back of the head. Exactly. They fall off of tall buildings. <laughs> Correct. They, they end up in airplane crashes. Uh, all kinds of things like that. So Lots of natural disasters. Lo natural disasters. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know. So I, I, I if, try to if, give Pence the benefit the Clinton, of the doubt you there. You don't fly in airplanes. Correct. That's for sure. And you don't stand on tall buildings. Yeah. So the whole thing is corrupt. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So. So what do we do? We focus on local government. Mm -hmm. You know, we focus on getting people there in there who want to push back against the federal government because that mm -hmm. really is the job of the governor mm -hmm. is to push back on the federal government to benefit New Mexicans. That is her job. Because and, New, and New Mexicans know what New Mexicans need, not correct. people in California, exactly. not people in New York. New Mexicans do. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yes, and we need to focus on those individual, uh, those individual races, house district, uh, the judge, uh, the judge sheep, judgeships. Did mm -hmm. I say that right? Yeah. Um, we, we, those are the things that we really need to focus on because it, you find that within those little things is really where you find we the people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think so many people don't know that. I've had conversations with my seniors, mm -hmm. and I was asking them, you know, they're 18, and I said, did you guys register to vote? And they were like, do we really, sh I mean, do we really count, miss? That They were like, does my vote really count? Mm. 
And I said, well, what makes you feel that way? And was like, well, really, for the president? I said, okay, I'm not even talking about president. Let's, let's go for, away from that. Yeah. I said, what about, I said, do you realize that I know of a, um, of a race in Valencia County that lost by one vote? It was determined mm. by one vote. I said, do you know that most of our school board is, is, uh, is elected by a matter of 30 people going out and yes. voting? Yes. I said, so that's like, that's my immediate family. I have a, a huge Hispanic family. You know, those are the kind of things I said, it is your local government that yes. has laws that are, that they create laws and, and, and that affect your daily lives yes, ma'am. that you need to go out there and make your voice be heard. That's right. And I said, uh, and they were like, I never thought about that. And I said, yeah. I said, does any of your family vote? And they were like, I don't think so. Well, how many people? 10. I said, you could change an election. Yes. Your family could change an election yeah. in this state. And that's why this Roe v. Wade um, really didn't mean much <laughs> because... It's the states. Mm-hmm. That, that should have been doing it all along. It's the states are the ones that are going to pass laws. Am I correct, Allison? Yes, yes. So the Roe v. Wade really did much for the individual p- people in New Mexico. Well, it simply gave the power back to the states exactly. where it's supposed to be. The federal exactly. government's mo- not supposed to be it, like involved you said, in that. Corrected or wrong. Correct. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't supposed to be federally. It was supposed yeah. to be states. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what the battle was for, for when the Civil War was the, the, the states' rights versus the, the national rights, yeah. mm-hmm. right? And so the, the, the states' rights are really local government, local, sh- the sheriff, uh, the city council, the school board that are so much more important to me. Mm-hmm. Now, now that I'm 55 years old and figured it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know, what, you know what, guys? We're almost out of time. Already? I know we I are. Like Isn't that, that amazing? Didn't it fly <laughs> by? Yes. I've had people say, oh, in three hours is a long time. Not really. You'd not really. It's like not when you get into some really interesting discussions. Well, it's funny because I, I told my husband, I was like, oh, yeah, they said I could stay the whole three hours, but I don't know if I can do that that long. <laughs> and, then, and he goes, Surprise. oh, yeah, you can talk for three hours. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, exactly. Yeah, so, uh, Allison Martinez, I want to thank you for being on with me today, and I want to wish you all the luck in the world on your uh, election. Thank you. And same thing with Tanya Moya. <laughs> I want to wish you luck on your house district seven thank you and uh you know kareen you've been an awesome co- guest co-host as usual i have fun you do you're always good and you'll be back again i better <laughs> <laughs> so you know i i had a couple little uh little things uh from somebody i follow on facebook the good patriot and i just wanted to say something i have a whole list of these things and maybe i'll cover more of them in the next few weeks but Things that people miss mm. b- about before the last two years, about how our freedom has been infringed upon. Mm-hmm. I miss the f- mental freedom and enjoyment of having future plans, having goals and having dreams and working towards them. Wow. We need to start embracing our dreams and our goals again. Yes. And not let these people control us and scare us and the next, the next scary pandemic or the next climate crisis or the next monkey pox or whatever the heck they want to put on you to try to scare you and get you stressed out and, and get you, you and control you mm-hmm. and get and prevent you from critical thinking so anyway i want to thank my advertisers perkin protection training mm-hmm. river light community physical therapy i've got a couple of really great advertisers that are joining me probably by next week too so do you own a freedom-friendly business? Advertise on this station and support this show and many others like it. To get started advertising or send me comments or suggestions, email me at becca at freedomspeaknm.com. Check out my website, freedomspeaknm.com, where you can listen to replays of all my shows, download the notes, access useful resources. You can check out my posts on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, Telegram, and now you can get my podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple iTunes. Follow, like, share, 
I'm being censored. Freedom is essential to everyone. Liberty and freedom are rights, not privileges. It's time to stand up and tell the Marxists and those pushing the woke agenda, hell no, we won't comply. We are the resistance.